And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. We are broadcasting live from Southern California. This is the Jess Rogie Show live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm going to turn that music down just a little bit more there. It's a little better there. I'm Jess Rogie, and this is a show, a show where we discuss the mysteries of the shared reality that we live in, a show that looks beyond the simulation. A show where you can call in and you can interact. This is so freaking exciting, guys. Just want to take a moment. (laughs) It's not every day. It's not every day. It's not every day that you get to realize a dream. It's not every day that, you know, you get to say, hey, hey, this is what I wanted to do and I made it. And that's today. And today is May or May. Today is Monday, June 20th, 2022. And this is episode number one because we are starting brand new. We are freshly emerging from the cocoon. You know, this is a moment that I've dreamed about for a really long time. And to realize it and be able to sit here in front of you guys, and I will turn my camera on, but you guys know when I do my monologue, I like to be off camera because I feel more comfortable, but I will open up the camera here soon for you guys because I did my makeup. So we are live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM tonight, and we are also live to on YouTube tonight. And I have a very, very special surprise for you guys. <laughs> Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to have something that has never happened on my show. I've never had anybody come on and do readings before. And tonight, we're going to have Mr. Joe Roop from Lighting the Void is going to be joining us. And he's going to be doing some astrological readings and some tarot readings. And we're going to be talking about energy and all kinds of stuff tonight. So you guys want to stay tuned for that. But basically what I'm going to do now is talk a little bit about, you know, my journey. But first, I also want to mention the sponsor of the show, Aliens Built Earth. Also, Brim of the World. You can head over to AliensBuiltEarth.com and Brim of the World for these great, uh, great hats, flat bills, snapbacks. They're my favorite. I got one right here on my shelf. Well-made hats. And if you head over to aliensbuiltearth.com and brimoftheworld.com and use promo code ETSR, you will get 15% off your order. Let me go right here. But yeah, so I want to thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I cannot believe I made it. I cannot believe I made it. This has seriously been something that 
I went to school for. I don't know if a lot of you guys know that, but I did go to broadcast journalism school. This is something I trained for. This is something that I thought, you know, at some point I said, you know, maybe I'll be able to do this. Maybe I won't. But I wanted to talk about like how these series of events will happen and how you're able to see these things. And sometimes, you know, people kind of pop up and they kind of push you in different directions and maybe show you the path. So when I, I don't remember when I first wanted, like really started to make the moves to want to do this. Cause I think after I got out of school, I was disenfranchised. I didn't want, I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to go do other stuff for a while. Um, but you know, it came back into my life and I was like, no, this is something that I really want to do. You know, I spent a lot of time listening to Art Bell and Coast to Coast and everybody, you know, everybody I could listen to in late night. I even listened to like Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. I listened to John B. Wells. I listened to everybody I could listen to. Um, and uh, I said, you know, can I do that? Can, is this the way for me to go? Is this the way? Because I knew when I went to college that doing mainstream media wasn't for me. Um, it just, it's not me. So I didn't want to go that route. So what I decided to do was start to pursue this. And when I started to pursue this years ago, Jesus Christ, guys, it's like, there wasn't barely anybody on YouTube. You know, there wasn't a lot, a lot of podcasts out there. And, um, you know, I just kind of went for it, right? And I kept doing it. And I kept joining different podcasts. I kept working with different people. And one day, one day I get a message from a good friend of mine, the Elf Man. The Elf Man, he's uh, in the Discord chat over there. And he says, Joe Roop is looking for a radio host. Or not a, he's, looking for, um, he's looking for a stand-in host for while he does... Um, while he goes on a break. So I said, what the hell? I'll send it in. So I send him my demo and he says, you know, Jess, I don't know if you're the right style for my show, but I do feel like you have a great radio voice or great news voice. So I said, all right. He said, I'd like for you to come and do the news. And so that was God. Was that three years ago? Might've been three years ago now. So three years ago, I started the news and I did these segments and I just wanted to do a show. So it was like, I was doing the news. I was doing the news. I was like, Joe, I just, I just want to do a show. I just want to do a show. And he's like, are you ready? And I'm like, I think so. And then I wouldn't be ready. And finally I took the dive and I started doing the Rogie report last year on the fringe FM. And, um, and I was hooked. I was hooked when I started doing radio. I didn't, it's, it's different than, doing like video even doing video now it's like the video is of the radio show it's not a video for video but the energy of the radio being able to have that intimacy of speaking to your audience and i think oh joe said she's a natural and he's gonna make me cry so if you guys want to play a shot game tonight get your shots out because every time jess is about to cry you can take a shot but it just I got hungry for it and I was like, and everybody knew everybody I talked to, even I was on Drew Banky's show, the Eagles last, nest last night. And he says, Jess, that's all you talk about. You always say, I want to do more shows. I want to do more shows because it's all I wanted. I, 
I wanted to do this five nights a week. I wanted to do this as my job. I wanted to do this as my career. And to be here at this moment right now, it's surreal. It's because people don't get to do this. They say you don't get to do that, right? You don't get to... um. You don't get to do your dreams, but you do. You do. Even if it takes a long time, guys. Even if it takes a long time. So this week, because I've been so excited, right? This week I've taken I've taken a when Joe told me, let me go back. So when Joe first called me, calls me after I asked him, like, hey Joe, I want to throw my hat in the ring for this, for this time slot. And he calls me and none of it registers he's like just you know i'm thinking about you know it if you're good for the spot he's like i'll let you know i'm like 80 percent sure and i'm like okay so i was like don't be too excited just don't be too excited you have to wait so i was like well it's 80 percent, which sounds pretty good i was like that's very likely but it didn't register and then joe texts me probably like 10 minutes till his show and he says are you awake i was totally awake and he's like, get on your computer. We're going to initiate you tonight. And I was like, holy crap. And it still didn't register. And, <laughs> and it was like this kept happening. And it was so amazing. And even before the show, Elf messages me. And he says, Jess, this is the night. This is what you've been waiting for. And it still didn't. I mean, it registered, but it didn't register. And I don't want to keep saying registered, but. This is my true feelings about it, guys. This is something that I've wanted for a long time. And the path is not always easy. And it's sometimes paved with tears and pain. But you still, you know, you you work on and you keep moving forward. And, you know, if it's something you truly want to do, then you keep doing it, right? So I have spent this whole time, like, putting together different show ideas, thinking about guests I want to bring on. So I figured for the first week, we are kind of theming it. What we have is, I figured this whole week is kind of about manifestations. It's about dreams. It's about synchronicities. It's about consciousness. It's about the inner world, the outer world. You know, um, I figured tomorrow night we'll talk about synchronicities and some dreams. And I want you guys to call in and share stories. And Wednesday, we're going to have, we have a psychedelic plan talk with Alex Exum. That should be really good because you guys know he does great research. And then on Thursday, we have Dr. Scott Taylor, who's going to be joining us and talking about near-death experiences as well as shared death experiences. And then Friday, Friday, we're going to have a special, oh, Elf says she's in the moment, cry happy face. And that's... It's where I am, and I'm just so happy to be here, and I'm so happy, and I'm so thankful to everybody listening here live on the Fringe FM, on the Fringe FM app, and two over on YouTube. I know we're just starting out here at this time on YouTube, so it's all new. Everything is new, and it's so exciting, and that's how I wanted to approach a show. Like, we're doing new stuff. We're at late night now, guys. We're at late night. You know what that means? It can get a little weirder. We don't have to be so buttoned up and tight. You know, we can talk about all kinds of stuff. So this is really exciting for me. And I'm excited that we have 
five nights a week now. So we can kind of do these themes as we go through the weeks, you know, and um, talk about things like consciousness. And then we can relate that to things like synchronicities. And then we can go back and talk about like UFOs and how that ties in. It's like we have so much time and I'm so excited that here we get. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. We have uh, 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 um, my guest for tonight. So when I thought about who I wanted to bring on tonight, um, the only person I could think of was Joe Roop. Joe Roop is the person who, you know, gave me my break, the person who had faith in me. He's become a good friend and a mentor, and I just, I'm so excited to bring him on tonight, and we are going to have a lot of fun, so without further ado, I'm going to bring on Mr. Joe Roop here. Boop, 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 there we go. Nope, let me make you there. Oh, what's up? Hey, Joe, do you think, how are you? Do you, think, do you think people are tired of me yet? I think, no, uh, I think so. So you have your coffee. I have my coffee. You had a great show, a lot of talk about psychic vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's something I've been, I told you when we were like doing running tests and stuff, right? It's something that I have been really looking into. Uh because the nature of our energy and psychic attacks, well, we always think like when we think psychic attack, we always think it's some other person attacking us, right? And, yes. and a lot of times it's not. It, it, it comes from us or it comes from outside influences of, uh, thank you, I appreciate the compliments. <laughs> it, com it comes from outside influences that we don't necessarily consider, right? And and depending on how sensitive you are, you can get influenced as well. So, for instance, like, uh, if you were the more sensitive person and I was the more less sensitive person and you and I were a couple, let's say, and we went into a place that, you know, was energetically all over the place, you would pick up more of it than I would. But because of our connection, it would, you know, transfer to me and it would cause problems and 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 in reading through Dion Fortune's book, which this is like the third time I've read through it, but now that I'm reading through it slower, I'm like, this is crazy, right? Um, that there's a whole lot more going on than meets the eye, you know? Because I always have this uh, image, Jess, of yeah. it's the male and female stuff, which Crowley talked about where the the force of this electricity or whatever you want to call it really runs true, but even in like Dion Fortune's talking about mother and daughter situations, stuff like that. Uh, anytime we make a connection, we're connecting to this realm of consciousness and energy and we, we should uh, study it more and be more aware of it, you know? So that's the only reason why I'm getting into it. No, I, I totally think it's super, it's super interesting because I was thinking about energy earlier today and I was like, you know, if you break everything down to like the simplest way and you think about like just the energy of a situation, the energy of a person and how energy connects, it's it sounds simple, but it's not simple. But it's also something that's very important. And I think to be aware of the energy is, I don't know, but the best way to help protect your energy is to also to be aware of the energies that are out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think it, I think you should study like Carl Jung. Uh, you should study all this stuff, right? Like Carl Jung is a big deal, right? But you should also study like astral travelers, magicians alike, psychology or something. If I could go back to school and do anything, I probably would do radio. I love it too much. 
you know. So fun. <laughs> I mean, even if I was a doctor or a psychologist, I kick myself, right? Because I'm like, damn, you know, I should have went to medical school and became a psychologist because now I'm really getting into it. Because a lot of the stuff I've been through personally that I've dealt with on my own or, you know, a big part of psychology and energy work is interpersonal work or working with yourself, you know. Uh, and a lot of this stuff comes out through our relationships, not just uh, romantic relationships, but every relationship that we have, we learn something, you know, energetically, psychically, uh, psychologically, emotionally, and we have to deal with that, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a trippy place, actually. And um, the internal worlds, you know, it's just as trippy as, as the external worlds is what I'm saying. No, and it sounds like you've been like deep into the internal world and kind of like dealing and like seeing these different things. So do you do anything to like clear your energy when you're dealing, when you're kind of working with that type of stuff or kind of like studying mm -hmm. it? Cause don't you kind of attract that energy if you're studying it as well? Oh yeah. Well, if you do ceremony um, or any type of invocation, you're always attracting that energy, right? So, so you're always attracting this energy in your life, whether you're aware of it or not. Most of us are unaware of it. Like, haven't you ever, I mean, you're a sweet, nice girl, right? Haven't you ever just lost it, flipped out, of uh, thought you're having a psychological breakdown, not understood reality, all kinds of stuff, right? Of it's not in your nature to do those things. <laughs> you, you'll tell yourself consciously what the hell is going on with me? I'm not like this. I don't do this stuff, but it happens to you. And we think that it happens because of who we are, right? Like there's something wrong with us. We're messed up. All right. And then when we do these actions upon people, they'll tell us the same thing. You're messed up. Haven't you ever told somebody they're messed up or crazy? Cause I have, right. Yeah, of course. But these are just mirrors, right? And what I'm starting to learn is, is no matter how much we individualize ourselves as people, this realm exist right this this realm where we're all connected this astral realm and whatever forces are working are working through us you know so it's important that i think it's important that we become responsible for that you know yes yes no i think you're right and i think it's it's like it's hard to realize too that there are these energetic attacks that can occur. And um, I think even, you know, from what I understand, um, it could be even just like a shitty thought about somebody and it just like will start to grow and it will, it could hurt somebody or, I mean, kind of attack their energy. Like yeah. it doesn't even have to be something like very malicious or something. It's like, Oh, she's got a crappy shirt on or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, usually that stuff do doesn't hurt others as much, more than like if you have, uh, and we were just talking about this previously on Lighting the Void. For example, if you have an actual connection with somebody, uh, if you have an emotional response and then a thought, and then you use the powers of emotion and then visualization, that's usually what starts creating what's called like elementals or these things in the astral realm, right? Mm. Um, so... Whether it's gods, angels, slender man, whatever, whatever, this place we've created all these things and see uh, uh, cultists 
became aware of this, right? And then just like in the book that we were reading earlier, they they practiced this stuff. Uh, they knew how to work with the energy. And I, honestly, the more I read the stuff, the more I think that they really, as intelligent as a lot of them are, they they really don't know what the hell they're doing, right? They know <laughs> somewhat of what they're doing. Some practices how to absorb things or get certain things to go away, but to a scientist all this sounds completely ridiculous but to me and through my personal experiences i would i don't really care if it's ridiculous to them because i've had experiences with it you know yeah and i think once you have an experience with something then you have this this experience of like you actually you know you know what it is so you don't really have to explain it to anybody why you believe it because you know this occurred and i think that's the problem with the scientific community too is they don't unless they've gone through certain experiences they don't understand it enough to be able to <clears throat> want to record it though i know some i know there is some research now more into like consciousness and things like that but i haven't seen much about like energetic connections between people and how that affects the physical realm well um You've never seen people's lives fall apart due to certain relationships? Yes. Okay. Well, there's oh, a deepening. Yes. Yeah. So there's a deepening of energy that happens there, right? And if people aren't aware of energy, like if you, like what I'm saying, and this is all from my own personal experience, okay? Because I've had crazy experiences with relationships in my life. And this is due to everybody's fault in the situation, number one. But I think it's because we don't understand the intensity of these divine energies that we don't treat as divine. And in modern society, we treat these energies like they're just, you know, pop culture, right? Right. Or they're in the zeitgeist. But uh, love, there's like these different versions of love there's these different versions of obsession there's these different versions of uh imaging and forecasting and projection that we put onto people and we don't understand it and then when everything starts going crazy we start blaming each other and that's why you see all these uh i would say all these articles and stuff based on narcissism and things like that well mm -hmm. the the mythology of a narcissist was the whole story was about seeing you're falling in love with your own reflection well that's basically what we're doing all the time when we're connecting to people right and we don't understand this energy is what i'm saying and we have to we have to like work this energy in ourselves like the divine masculine and feminine whole thing has just been switched and screwed up and screwed with and i think that's what we're uh starting to learn we're starting to come into you know understanding it do you think like the world is moving into a more feminine or masculine time i think it's balancing itself out mm, like the force yeah just like the force yeah yeah but <laughs> all of this stuff doesn't have to be like masculine feminine love it, it it could just be uh attachment like we have attachments to addictions we have attachments to ideas and attachments to fantasies and our attachments and our our obsessions and our focus is what drives us you know like you wouldn't have manifested where you are right now if you weren't attached to the idea of being a late night radio host right 
<laughs> but what you're going to learn is you're going to have to deal with that energy, which is a whole new thing, right? It comes with its manics. It comes with all kinds of different attachments. You see, you'll, you'll find out. Oh man. <laughs> I hope I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> Just you'll like you'll okay. find out. <laughs> no, you'll be okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'll be okay. I'm just saying it's it's with anything, right? It could be sports. It could be a person. You know, yeah. um, I just think if we don't start doing more conscious exploration on a practical level, like nothing's going to change, right? And I mean all the way from politics to the way the world is to everything. Like I believe that conscious exploration is the answer to everything which is sounds completely nuts but i i do think it is you know this week at macy's find your new favorite jeans with 40 percent off levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring or use your coupon or macy's card and take an extra 15 percent off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50 percent off and take an extra 10 percent off great furniture and mattress deals too Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. No, and I, I, I do agree with you on that because I think once people understand that there's more and that they're not attached, not like there's more than the this. There's more than this. I listen to a lot of like Transformers. There's more than meets the eye. Or there's more than meets the eye, which. I think they have that copyrighted, but it's a good tagline, right? More than meets the eye. Yeah. But there is more when you think about it, right? And I, I've sat there and I've wondered about, like, you know, how we're connected to one another and, like, how consciousness and how people connect and how the energies can change. And there's so many levels to it. And yet, yet we live in this, like, weird 3d reality where we got to pay taxes and like figure out how to like pay electricity and things like that but then there's also like this beautiful like spiritual like etheric like consciousness realm there's like the meditation realm there's like the dream world there's all these different worlds but we get caught back up into the bills i don't know it's hard to i guess you gotta pay the bills like, man no, you gotta pay the bills right you still gotta pay the yeah. bills and be but I guess, I guess that's part of it, right? It's just like being up and coming back down and being like... Yeah, yeah. well, what you obsess upon, what you fear will become what owns you, right? It's one thing that, like, uh, uh, John Anthony West said to me, right, when he came on the show. He, he said that whatever emotionally rules you is your master. That's your master, right? So <clears throat> whatever you obsess or, or fear the most is your master right so if you're worried about paying the bills all the time and you're coming from this state of lack you're you're never gonna succeed in your desires to move past that right like it doesn't you, and we have a 
bipolar mindset. A lot of us think, well, to move past on my bills, I have to make more money. Well, no, you don't have to make more money. You just need to change your lifestyle maybe or sacrifice something or because to me, like it to say, you know, making $2,000 a month is that's poverty, right? According to the government. But if you live a lifestyle that's not confined by government or society standards, you could say, well, if I find a way to live within $2,000 a month and I have to answer to no one, then I might as well feel I, I live the lifestyle of what society would be considered a millionaire. While really the millionaires are the ones with all the problems. Right. You see, all right. Like what we give into affects us too. So our thoughts about what we believe also gets casted into this uh, astral realm and becomes law, right? Which is esoterically why Jesus had to come back and fix everything because we made all these laws and Buddha and all these other people because People didn't understand what we created, you know. With that, Joe, we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more down. with Joe Roop on, from Lighting the Void, host of Lighting the Void and owner of the Fringe FM. We'll be right back. And uh, thank you guys for listening to... Nope. Shoot, there's the right button. Thank you guys for uh -huh. listening. This is... I can't... It, it's hard to click the button and get the thing over there, guys. But we'll be right back with more with the Just Rogie Show here on the Fringe FM. I don't know if you guys can see us out in YouTube land, but it says it's telling me having internet connecting problems. So I'm hoping everything is all right out there. Well, it's recorded. It'll probably go up later. It'll, it'll be fine, right? Yep. Not to freak out or anything. You're still good on the station, so you're fine. Okay, good. We're good. We're good. Well, thank you again for joining us tonight, Joe. Um, yeah. And I know right before the break, you were get, we were starting to talk a little bit about you're talking about Jesus and Buddha and them coming in and things like that. Do you want to continue on that path? Do you want to open up the lines for some readings, seeing if anybody wants to call in? Well, I mean, I want to, you know, if you want to talk about manifestation, look, I think we can manifest things a lot faster the more we understood this stuff, right? I agree. Uh, but this is why, like I tell you and everybody else, right, I think that persistence and consistency is the key to manifesting things because whether you do it like fast or in like a bull in a china shop or you consistently do it as long as you keep the vision right and you keep your emotional and vision focus on it it's, it's going to happen sooner or later you know uh and you'll find that right when you're about ready to give up or when you least expect it to happen is when it happens, right? Did you know that you were going to be the new late night host two weeks before it happened? No, no, I didn't. I, I was like, oh, I can't, I need a break from the news. Uh, two weeks before it happened. Right. Yeah. And then I had no idea. And I think what I realized when I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, what a difference just a day makes what a difference a day makes if you just you know wait and see and between and 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 then it and it happened and i didn't think it was going to happen and you never know when it's going to happen either i think yeah. that's the the surprise of the whole thing 
Yeah. You, well, you never know, right? Like, uh, you got to keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. You know? Like, I tend to go after things that I want, like a bull in a china shop, and then clean up the mess later. You know, but <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there are messes that I'm just like, I don't know what to do with that. You know, and then, if, and then I'll walk away from it, and then it'll kind of manifest. But what I'm trying to learn to do, uh, because I have a stellium in the first house, is I'm trying to learn to balance all this stuff inside me so that I don't cause havoc with all this Martian force. <laughs> That I have inside of me, right? Like, thank God I'm like Keanu Reeves in a, in a way, who's also an Aries sun and Cancer moon, uh, which is horrifyingly emotionally dramatic on the inside, but it does balance me out sometimes, you know? Um, just not, not in an earthly sense, you know? Mm. so as i'm 40 years old and i'm like like i said i'm studying energy i'm studying uh astrology really studying like hypnotism and the unconscious mind and things like that mm. that in order for my life to come into the stellium of balance that i need i need to draw more earth energy into my life and in this sense the relationships that i have that are like friends intimate partners things like that for some reason all end up having this massive earth element either mm. in their sun signs or they have a whole bunch of, you know, earth in their charts to, to come into my life. And you have to see how energetic op like opposites attract to teach each other things. And that's what we do as we go through this. If that wasn't so, then God would have just put us here by ourselves. And in some cases, uh, some of us are cause we relate to no one. Right. But, uh, for the most part, we all relate and experience, and that's what we're here to do, right? And and to unlock the doors to to see what's behind the website, so to speak, and to evolve, we have to uh, do actual conscious exploration, right? Like it's cool to you know talk about it, and we should, but if you're not meditating or trying to do out of body stuff or trying to learn how manifestation works or not looking into this stuff in some kind of way. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you at this point. I hate to say that. But, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that there's a point where you like, you know, like people just either get into it or they don't. But, you know, there's a point where you can read about something so much. You can just read about it so much before you actually have to go out there and try something or do it, you know. Like, even since me starting at the station, like, I stopped meditating for a very long time, but as I worked in the station, I started my meditation practice back up. I listened to lighting the void. You know, I tried, I've tried, I've listened to some of those Monroe tapes. I have not gotten out yet, but I keep trying, you know, when I try different things, you know, I read one thing that was like, just like picture your like etheric body, like pulling on a, like a rope and pulling itself out. So I was yeah. trying that earlier and it didn't work, but I'm, I'm hoping it works eventually. Well, I hope it works for you too, because when it does, when it happens, you're going to freak out and you're going to have like years of stuff to talk about on your radio show. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, you can only speculate so long until you have right? an experience. You know? Right. Right. And, and I think that's what I love about your show too, Joe. And you is that you, you know, you encourage people to explore these things and try it out and not just read about it, you know, 
try the tapes, you know, try to do the meditations, do the work so that you know yourself. You don't have to have somebody tell you because you tried it and you know yourself. You had that experience. Yeah, and it was a light one at that, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, I love exploring consciousness. I love digging into this stuff. To, to an extent, I think it's a little obsessive, but uh, I don't think it's ever going to end. I mean, last night I woke, I woke up this morning. I'll give you a re really open and vulnerable example, right? So I had a dream this morning <clears throat> that my father was, this is right after Father's Day, was going to end his life, right, with a 22. Something was wrong with him. I didn't know. And we're sitting in my grandmother's living room, and he's telling me it's time for me to go, son, right, you know. And when people have dreams like that, you automatically think, well, something's going to happen. My dad's going to die. But it, it was something bigger that was happening. And I just got through talking to my dad pretty much all, we had a big, long conversation on father's day and I was begging him like a child crying. I said, please, you know, don't go. All right. Like if you're going to, if you're going to go, don't kill yourself. Just fight it until the very end. I don't, you know, I don't want you to go. And I realized at that moment, my dad, how much influence he had over my life more than anybody, you know, and I woke up and I just had tears like pouring down my face. Right. And I thought, man, I need to call my dad like right now. And I was like, no, wait a minute. You, you've done this before. You've been here before. So I started looking into the archetypes of the father and all the stuff. And I just turned 40 and we just had a father's day. And I've been through some crazy stuff in my life. And what those symbols were showing me was it's time to take life into my own hands and break away from the father. In other words, it's time to, you know, it's the father break awake an archetype, not like child of you, like you're a kid when you first become a man, but when you finally get old enough to realize that you can live life by your terms, by what you define them. So I came to this realization, how much influence my dad had over me. And now another no brainer money saving tip from progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. As far as my beliefs, uh, how I was living my life, either why I was doing things or why I wasn't, whether it was rebellion or confirmation like how much effect he had on how I've lived my life. And it's time for me to reset and let that die and let me define it, you know. And we don't think about these stuff because we're older. We're like, I live life my way because I'm a grown person. And da -da -da -da. <laughs> But when you get into the unconscious and you get deep enough, you'll start to see the effects, right, of what's, what's happening to you, you know. 
it's and that's true. just the dream realm. That's not the out-of-body experience, dream magic, realm. or whatever. That's only the dream world. That's one slither of conscious exploration. Yeah. One little tiny bit, and it's and it's just it's it's so large, and it's like <laughs> yeah. these different parts, and it's and it all relates to the world that we live in, and it's. It's vast, Joe, and it's so much to learn. How, like, how long have you actually been st- like all of it? Like, when did this? Like, how long have you been staying all of it? Probably since I had panic attacks. Probably since I was my late twenties. So I'd say ten, eleven years when I really started getting into it. You know, anxiety attacks, major depression, and panic attacks are enough to make you. When your body gets so sick, it's almost about to die, and you have literally nothing wrong with you then you realize how much the mind has an effect over your body. You know, that's when I started really getting into it. I think, you know, it's just, it's just, and has it helped you with your anxiety and your panic attacks? It did, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still have not like depression stages that happen. I think we all do, but yeah. Uh, as far as the unconscious doom of a panic attack, that hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time because I, I, tra- I trained my mind to think positively, right? And it's not just thinking positive. I had to train myself on how to relax. I had to train myself on how to think and how to talk to myself and about myself, which, you know, uh, I will say has caused some pendulum swings in my life because anytime things come back into my life and try to, I guess you could say, bring me down into this like place where I was back then, I will f- I bite back because yeah. I don't want to go there, you know? No, 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 and it's I'm I'm glad that you're like out of that 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 anxiety area because I had very I think I don't think I've, I might have mentioned it but I've had really bad anxiety like I was on all kinds of medications for anxiety I've been hospitalized for it and blah 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 right like I had bad anxiety and being able to like I guess change your thoughts like you say and be able to like recognize it and like oh i'm not gonna die right now yeah right yeah like i'm not going down i i think i I think (laughs) i mean i know it feels like i'm going down an airplane for no reason at all but yeah well what it is is the fear of the unknown like here's the thing the threshold is is i'm gonna die number one and i'm no longer gonna exist that's the first barrier, right? The second barrier is I'm going to die and no one cares. Right. And the third one is how alone do I feel because of that? You know, nor, and I was realizing that at the time in my life, that nobody cared the way I thought they did. But that was, that was a projection of my fear. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, everywhere I went, my reality would show me that I would flop out in the middle of nowhere, you know, not being able to breathe, crawling around on the ground even sometimes because of what's going on with my anxiety and no one's around. So life had to scare the shit out of me, so to speak, excuse my French. Right. But I don't know if you're trying to syndicate the show or not, but my bad. Right. Well, so, (laughs) but it's um, late night. What can we do, Joe? (laughs) Yeah. But that started my, so I, so I took this, I started reading a lot and I took this uh, course called Lucinda Bassett's Center for Stress and Anxiety. Now, 
they had been pumping Lexapro down me and all kinds of stuff. And uh, this lady just said, no, here's some hypnotic tapes to, to teach you how to relax on your own. My first experience with trance and hypnotism. Here's some breath work to teach you how to relax. And we're going to retrain your mind on how to think. And at first was the who, what, where, when, why, hows. Right. Like, what did you want to do when you were a child? What are your dreams? And we would write these things down and she'd say, what do you hear in your head? Oh, I can't do that. Who says you can't? Why can't you? Who said that? Your parents? Why should you? You see what I mean? Like it started yes. coming out like all of these walls that I had enclosed myself in, so to speak, from all these beliefs and things that I had. Or you should go to college and you should get a job and you should do this. And, and even the bigger ones, like you're, you know, and they get bigger as you go, you meet each one. Well, if you have a child, you definitely should work a job and da da da. You can't start your own business and follow your dreams if you have a child. And they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. But the more you break through each barrier, all of a sudden, my body started just, you know, releasing itself. Everything, all of my energy started to like release, and the panic attacks got smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? And eventually, they just went away. And I realized, damn, so. It took me four years to like unbury some basic programming that was in there. What else is down there? You see? Yeah. I mean, I could have killed it with a pill, but I didn't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that, that's the, the easy way, but also if you don't, if you work through it, right. And you recognize it and you know why, and you can move through it, then you grow and you've conquered it. And, like you said, you can go deeper, right? And then what else can you conquer? Because you were able to change your mindset. You were able to see that you weren't really like, there's nothing trying to kill you really. You know, it's just your body freaking out. Yeah. Well, you have to like look at perception as a thing too. Is a job the only way to make money? It's only one out of thousands of ways to make money, right? Is, uh, you know, is a nuclear family like husband, wife, children, white picket fence, the only way to have a family? No, there's thousands of ways to have families. You know, is there, uh, there's no limit to a lot of this stuff. Like we put limits upon ourselves all the time. And then as I started getting into this, I got into magic and I got into stuff and I'm like, man, the only thing that I know that's real, because I started questioning the reality itself. Yeah, for sure. Love. I can't see it. I can't touch it. Well, sometimes I can touch it, but I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I know it's real and I can't prove it. And that's the metaphysical realm. Like you can't, uh, there's scientists that say, well, you know, it's oxytocin bullshit. Like it's, there's something bigger going on there. You know, I agree with you 100%. It's, um, it's the thing that's there and you can't really like touch it or see it, but you know, it's there and you don't have to prove it because you know that it exists, you know, whether it be yeah. with people, you know, friends and family, people you love, animals, even, you know, like just love. And, um, yeah. it's kind of cool. So that, so I guess when you think about it that way, right now I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, if it was a simulation, right? Why would they create love? Because I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. That's the mystery, right? Like, I don't know. We, a lot of people think they have answers to this stuff, but I don't know. You know, and I, I want to find out for sure. Right. And so the more I got into magic, the more I see in that, oh, this is someone trying to understand in the craziest way imaginable, the processes of love. We've ritualized it, right? Uh, creation is love. You know, even manifestation, like you're talking about, is love, right? When you bring yourself together with the energies of your visualizations and your wildest dreams is love. Or making people's dreams come true is love. Not just mine, but other people's. And then you start to see, well, what if this whole thing is like this place of uh, seeing what we're capable of because God's trying to figure out what it is. And that's what love is. You know, going from the glass empty and being thirsty as hell to drinking that feeling of drinking a glass of cold water after being thirsty for so long. You see, that experience. Like your walk to the radio show after going to broadcasting school. If someone just handed it to you, you wouldn't have the experience. You wouldn't have the rocky experience of, you know, glorifying the Almighty for it. You see what I mean? Yes. I think it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And when you think about it too, it's like I it's like I appreciate it so much too because of the journey that I went through too to get here. I very much appreciate this so much more than if it was just handed to me like right out of school, you know what I mean? I'd be yep. an asshole right now, you know what I mean? Yep. But I'm like but I am so like thankful for it. And I yeah, so I just it 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 it's, it's you're gonna you ain't crying though. Nobody's a taking a shot because it's a, everybody's taking a shot because it's um it's 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 hard to like accept to and realize that it's real now. That that's that's the thing too. So what are you gonna do with the show, Jess? I'm hoping to do great things with this show. So when you, when you get to the end of when you get to you have to make a bigger dream for yourself now. I don't know now. Because I just wanted to get here so I've been focused on getting here for so long now that I'm here it's like oh okay. Just got to get real good now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right? That's like it. you 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 did it like I just I still can't believe it like and I'm glad you're here to speak to me because I, I've just gone quiet for a moment because I, it, it's very hard for me to wrap my brain around this whole thing still. Like it. Well, it's, there's a difference in what you, so to be honest, you know, someone could turn on a YouTube channel and do a show five nights a week and say, well, I'm doing what you're doing. Right. But did they learn the things that you learned? Did they like, do they know what you know? You see what I mean? So who has the better chance at making your show bigger is definitely you. If you take all of the stuff that you learned and all the stuff that you know and put it into practice, right? Yes. And it's going to come down to, it's like my dad used to tell me, right? 
Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave's Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Who has the, the most passion about what they're doing, right? If you're willing to do more than what everybody else is doing, you have no doubt, unless you just drop dead, success is guaranteed if you're willing to go the distance, you know. And sometimes I'm not, so I'm I get a little lazy. You're not. I was talking to you about that before. I know. <laughs> before I'm like, right? you are gonna get that motivation back, and you're, that fire's gonna be right back there, and you just need that fire back, Mister Aries. Where's the fire? It's down Bring there. The fire. Trust Bring me. the fire. Bring it. It's always there. <laughs> I've just I've just been analyzing like. When you're a bull in a china shop, right, and you start and you knock it down enough like uh, uh, dishes, after yeah. a while, the bull has to sit down and look around at all the dishes and go, okay, what the hell's going on? Like, I want to make sure I don't do that that way again. Yeah, call, yeah, not in the bull in the china, like a nice bull in a china shop that has like wide aisles that the bull is not knocking everything over. You're not going to be another girl that's going to tell me to be nice. Are you? That's your job. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to be nice. I'm just (laughs) saying, Hey, I'm not that nice sometimes too. You know, I try to be. I don't know. (laughs) I'm real nice. I'm always nice. Yeah. Just saying hashtag. Hashtag what true. happened to Discord? Did it go down? My Discord went down, I think. I mean, I was trying to check it, and I was like, what the heck is going on? Because I didn't I know. My Discord just keeps saying connecting. I don't know about yours. Um, that's what mine does, too. I thought I lost my internet for a second. No, that's why earlier when I came back from break, I was like, oh, is something going on? Because the chat room, even here in freaking uh, YouTube, says having trouble connecting. Please check your internet connection. Well, I mean, we're still right. on the fringe, so it's good, but I don't know where all the chat rooms are. It's like we've been cut off. Well, it's the top of the hour, Jess. So, let's, so shall we push that phone number, segue okay, us guys, into that break? We are going to take a quick break here, ladies and gentlemen, but the phone number to call in is 1-800-588-0335. Once again, it's 1-800, right? 588-0335. Joe's face, uh, for you guys who can't see, kind of was like, made me question it for a second. But we'll be back with more with Joe Root from Lighting the Void here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie, and we'll be right back. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Jess Rogie Show. And joining me tonight on my very first episode is 
Joe Roop, host of Lighting the Void and the owner of the Fringe FM. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Joe. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So I've opened up the phone lines. I'm going to say the phone number for you guys again real quick here. It's 1-800-588-0335. Let's see if she knows how to use them. (laughs) We did this whole thing the other day where we... Okay, let's see. We did this whole walkthrough the other day and, poor, you know, bless Joe for going over the voice meter with me and going over the phone system. He could see my brain like clicking like slowly. And I'm like, yeah, he's well, like, you'll he's get like, it. You, he's like, you're going to get it. And I'm like, I hope so. So if you guys want to call in, you guys have something to say. You, you have it on auto accept. You got to keep looking. I think over so. There what is okay i think it is on auto it is on auto accept so okay. once again everybody if you're listening out there in fringe fm radio land it is 1-800-588-0335 this is part of the dream guys is taking phone calls and talking to you all this is like this is something i've been waiting to do you do. want to be the first okay. caller in the jessa show like make history that That's that is this is historic you know in 50 years when they're like let's listen to those old jess rogie episodes who was the first call well i remember like you reminded me i told you this and i'm not trying to typecast you or anything so girls don't get mad at me but i remember when i was a kid you know uh, i used to stay up and my dad would stay up and he'd be watching elvira you know i don't know if you've seen elvira but you kind of have the elvira look right and yeah i guess so. <laughs> my dad would be telling me like go to bed go to bed can't watch this i'm like why can't i watch this you know and it was i mean it wasn't anything crazy it was just this long dark you know this woman who was pretty she had dark hair and she did late night shows and like cryptic type shows and stuff and, and i know people of my age remember elvira and i thought it was cool you know so oh thank you thank you I, that that's a really cool compliment elvira is like super cool like yeah for sure she still does her thing like you know it's, it's, really? it's badass yeah Oh, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, we can get her in an event, Joe, at the Fringe FM have... event. Yeah, you should ask her to come on the show for sure. I could try. You know? Yeah, try. I mean, what's the worst? She could say no. She could say so, no. That's it. She could say no. Yeah, that, now you're getting it right. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? And you know, I I think that that's one thing too. I think once I started just kind of reaching out to people, I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? They could say no, and then they don't come on the show. But like the good thing that could happen is they could say yes, and no risk, no reward. Exactly, exactly. And you know, like sometimes people don't want to come on, and that's okay. You know, you just kind of get used to people being like meh or ignoring you. But you know, (laughs) whatever whatever then don't come on my show it's fine well this is another thing too that i try to explain to um, a lot of hosts you know that now we back in the day if you wanted to look at show we got a phone caller right do we do we we do wait we do joe we do okay let's see if you know how to handle it oh my god okay it's the first one okay i think if i just press this here if I could read the number a little better, there we go. Just do the area code. Don't give away okay. the number. Okay, wait. Now I have to click this. Hello, 618. You're on the line. 
What's up? <gasps> it's, oh, I can hear it. I okay. know who that is. Oh, geez. Okay, good. <laughs> so you're the first Hello, caller. caller. Huh? First caller, what is your name? Introduce yourself to the audience, please. That is. I'm Pat. It's Pat. Pat the Elf Man. The Elf. What's up, Pat? What's up, guys? Congrats on this, man. This is cool, isn't it? It's so cool, Pat. It's so cool. Hey, I don't want to snitch on anybody, but Gigi forgot and he just texted me and I had to tell him to watch and listen. So, oh, Gigi, where's the support at, brother? Only Gigi would forget. Oh, Gigi. Of course, Alex is asleep. Okay. okay. I'm sure. I He's expect now, though. I expect Alex to be asleep though, because Alex is like an early bird. But Gigi, Gigi is up. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you know he's up playing video games. He's up playing video games <laughs> or something. Pay- playing his Sega Genesis or something. Hey Pat, I want you. You, know, you want a tarot card? Yeah, do a tarot card, Pat. Yeah, you can go ahead and pull one. That's good. I <laughs> don't care. It's Pat. All right? He's like I whatever. It's like whatever. Pull one. <laughs> Pull a tarot card for Pat. Oh, see, that's Pat all over. Look at that. Eight of wands. Fiery communication. Pat is a heady guy. He's communicating. I think that has a lot to do with uh, you communicating your passions. And I mean, Pat does that all the time. I talked to Pat on the phone today. He's trying to work up something all the time based on what he's passionate about. I mean, that's Pat in a card right there. Eight of wands. (laughs) I just look out for people, man. Always trying to make people have connections. That's all it's well, that all about. Is the fiery, passionate communication or travel card. So you're doing one of the both, you know, or all of the above. And I would say after talking to you today, I mean, you hooked me up with somebody too, because you're passionate about what you're doing. I got a, I don't know if you've seen it, but I got a, a candle holder slash hat rack that Pat made, you know, with my logo on it. So Badass. yeah. Maybe that ring. Are you traveling anywhere? Are you still are you still working on business that you you still got you got something going on that we oh, don't know about, don't you? Dude, lumber's too high. Lumber's too high, so I haven't yeah. done nothing. Once lumber gets oh. too high, I shut mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real high. Right you now. just can't do it, man. I don't feel good about charging people a bunch of money for something I know should be a lot cheaper just because some greedy ass jackass. You know, I just can't deal with that, man. I won't support that. Well, yeah, well, I don't blame you. I, I got a keychain. I'm going to get that guy to make that keychain. I'll get your sigil, logo, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to get that, and I'll send that to you. Cool. Cool, brother. You'll like it. What do you have? Uh, Other than that? Do you have a question for Jess on her first show? Like, ask yeah, Jess Pat. a question. Yeah, ask me a question, Pat. Oh, man. Have you ever had a job that was just uh, really out there? Well, I mean, what do you mean, Pat? What kind of? What do you mean? What do you mean? I have all what, kinds of stories. Like, what do you mean? Like, what job did you have that would surprise people? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if that's proper. <laughs> Wait, were you a stripper once? No, no, no. Mom, oh, are yeah. you listening? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, right? I don't know, Pat. Um, I've done all kinds of weird jobs. Um, God, um, I don't know what's prop. I don't know what's proper to tell. No. 
Well, remember there was. A, don't be careful now, because I told you what happens to these late night radio hosts that are women, yes. right? Yes. So be careful. I'm trying you know. to think what's a, a safe but good story. So maybe we'll save that one for another time. <laughs> you don't want to tell you. <laughs> oh, Look dude, at it must be bad. Oh, Pat, Pat. No, but I guess what maybe a lot of people don't know is I did work as a photographer for a long time. A pet photographer. You I specialized dogs? in dogs and cats. That's cool. It was the best job. Do you know why? I mean, because you just work with animals, but the bad part was the owners. The owners were usually assholes. Mm. There you go. Okay, Pat. so now that we're on late night, we can get kind of weird. Yes. Some out of their stuff. Please. Man, okay, Jess. Come on, I want you to tell that story, man. What, man? Of your mom when she was a kid and them trading with certain group of people. Oh, you want me to tell that story? So I, th okay, so my, yeah. yeah, Pat loves this story. So, it's not my mother, but I think it, it's I think it's her grandmother. So my mom is from Vietnam and she grew up in South Vietnam. And her great I think it was her grandmother um, said when she was a child that they had these. Um, these people that would come down from the mountains and trade for textiles and spices and. Well, what they were, uh, according to the description, is they were a type of Bigfoot um, people um, that lived in the mountains of Vietnam. There's the name for them, and I can't remember the name of them because I'm not really, I can't remember the name. But yeah, so basically, yeah, it was kind of common. And whether they're just like a physical being of people or people that traveled through um, wormholes or whatever or dimensional portals, but there was this Bigfoot type of people. How awesome is that, Joe? I don't. I mean, that's pretty crazy, actually. But you know, Bigfoot. Who? Don't know if I believe Bigfoot yet. I'm working on All it. All right. Pat. Okay. So I know what the solution for that one is. Is uh, to we have to do a Fringe FM Bigfoot campout in Bigfoot country. Oh my God. Okay. Y'all let you That'll run that event. I'm not good at camping. Well, then why would you say I'm you so not going to camp if you can't I'm camp? So right? If we ate like a cabin or like an RV, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> this is the problem, right? Like, we're all, I grew, I don't know about you, Pat, but I grew up hunting, fishing, duck hunting, like camping, rough stuff. And it's like everybody wants to do. Everybody wants AC and heat and air nowadays, right? I need AC. <laughs> Maybe a pants that you way. Joe, I hate to burst your bubble, man, but I'm getting older now, and I'd rather sit in the AC too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're all that way now. <laughs> well, you know, once you get over fifty, you look at that stuff, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm." Good. I, don't, I don't think the end of the world is coming. Uh, you know, most people feel like I do. Like if it did, I'd survive or whatever. But the truth is, like. We would all figure out how to hunt and fish and do all that stuff if the world came to that. I don't think we have to worry about it. I hope not. I hope not. I hope it. I hope. So, there's... Joe, you're not into the Bigfoot thing, huh? I know. That's why we have to not prove really. Bigfoot to Joe. He has to go camping in Bigfoot country. Not really. Now, all if right, I have Joe, a Bigfoot experience, it would probably change that. I'll give you a story real quick. I got a buddy that lives in uh, Potosi, Missouri. 
He grew up in the country, dude. He is redneck as redneck can be. Him and yeah. his son and his wife, yeah, they lived in a trailer out in the middle of like 50 acres. Yeah. And this is the one story he told me, man, because I asked him one day about that. I was like, you know, you believe in that stuff? He says, man, I'm going to tell you this, but I know you're going to think I'm full of, you know, crap. I said, all right. He said, they went out squirrel hunting, him and the boy, and it was getting dark, so they started coming home. When they come home, and they got the squirrels cut up, got them hung up out on the line. And when they did that, man, they started smelling. He said it is the worst smell that he ever smelled in his whole life. Well, they were probably. And he said they kept smelling it. Do what? Were they just cleaning them wrong? Because that happens too, you know, if you start. No, 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 no. They had them. They were already done cleaning, had them hung up on the line, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, little squirrels hanging there, Jess. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) They turned around. Squirrel gravy's good. I don't care what you say, man. Until you had it, you can't knock it. That's not. It is pretty good. (laughs) But anyway. It is good, right, Joe? Uh-huh. So anyway, he ends up telling me they started smelling this. They couldn't figure out what it was. All of a sudden, the dog started barking. They let the dog out. The dog started running, and when it started running, all of a sudden, he said he heard footsteps, and it was not normal footsteps. It was like thud on the ground, just boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And he started hearing trees break. The dog freaked yeah. out, ran back in. And then he said it ran off, and, dude, they went out and looked, and he's got pictures on his phone. I wish I'd, I'd need to get them, but he said he took a picture of the footprint. Other than that, man, it broke off the limbs like at about eight foot. So there's your little Bigfoot thing. And my dude, he is at something he's not going to do is sit there and lie about something. No, I mean, I'm, I mean that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I'm telling you. I mean, like, I believe I have, him, but I'm still like you. I still like go, that, eh. I would be the same way. You know, so here's the, here's the thing that happened to me, Pat. Like, uh, I I don't want to bust anybody out, but I went out to a place where supposedly there was a lot of Bigfoot action. Right. Yeah. And I caught a dude like setting up traps to make rocks fall and stuff like that. And I caught him doing it because he thought it, well, I, I grew up hunting in the woods. So naturally I could see good in the dark, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I saw that what he did, he stepped on the stick on purpose. He even chopped a step to step on it and it knocked a rock that come down this valley. And he turned around, looked at me, said, see what I mean? They're throwing boulders and no. stuff like that. I said, dude, come on, man. Like, no. I, and I don't know if it was just that guy ruined it for me because that happens, right? The sensationalists that are always trying to keep stuff going, but that really right, right. ruined it for me at that point, you know? And then they would show me these I little things where, where twigs were bent over and little offerings to the Bigfoot and stuff. And I'm like, look, dude, if you're, if you're willing to fake that, then this other, like, I don't know what's real. And once you break my trust in a situation like that, it's hard for me to get it back. But I think that situation also probably unfairly tainted me against the whole Bigfoot experience, you know? I see that soured you on the Bigfoot. Yeah, you need a, a fresh it's that false experience. advertising, man. When people do that, it just kills it. I get yeah, what you're saying, dude. Last time I went to a stripper club, 300-pound <laughs> chick walked out. Never been back, dude. And they turned the, they turned the, you stayed there. You stayed there until they turned the real lights on, didn't you? And he was like, oh, hell, I want my money back, huh? You know? <laughs> oh, dude, no. She come walking out there, and you couldn't miss her, dude. Jess, this is terrible. <laughs> Brother, Captain, you didn't need lights for me? that. You could just Patrick. feel it. 
Tremors. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. I'm off of that. We love you, brother. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Pat. First caller of the Just Have a good night, guys. Show. Later. Thanks. Bye, Pat. So, First call? Except for yeah. Pat went off the rails there at the end. That's all right. It's Pat. You know, he he did, know. he's like me. He might say something to make everybody feel weird for a minute. You know, <laughs> I do that sometimes too. Freaking Pat. Oh, man. This is great, though. So if anybody else wants to call in, you can call in at 1 800 588 0335. I don't know if I can get the. Is your Discord backing up running? Mine has no. not been. I, I will tell you like it. this this uh, I think the uh, theme of the Fringe FM your show and everything that we talk about there's a uh, and I don't care how you feel about Till Swan but there's a pretty good tweet that she put out and it says uh, so many people live their lives at the mercy of fear they play it safe and they take no risks and while they may end up with less bumps and bruises their life not, is often starved of magic. And it's, so it must be said that the person who doesn't risk anything actually risks everything, right? I agree with that. I do agree with that, regardless of what you believe, think of her. I think that that's a good statement because, like, for me, right, if I let fear control what I and, and keep me back from doing what I wanted to do, then no, I would have done nothing. I would have been still sitting there just being like, Oh, I wish I could have done something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, most of the people that don't believe in manifestation or magic or things like that are usually people that are uh, re far more than skeptical. They're far, mm. they're far more than skeptical or you'll find these people that, uh, the need to be right all the time, but their magic never works for some reason. And so it's, the unknown being able to let go and things like that is what allows actual manifestation to happen. You have the charging of the force, but then there's a part of letting go or going into the void, so to speak, to let it happen, you know, and we don't do that as humans. We're trained for comfort. Right. You know, <clears throat> no, it's true that we're not, trained to do the but we're also not trained to like do the really hard thing you know it's like well just go get a job at an office you know do, take do a corporate job or something you know and or you know just just do sell something your or sell your body sell your soul you I'll know sell, sell, your, sell, soul, your, yeah. sell your soul <laughs> as you sit there in the office typing into you know excel all day you know or something but and be careful, guys, if you say that enough about, well, sell your body, this or that, and you're really pissed off to, that, that you see people doing that, especially women, in your next life, you're going to be a poor, hot woman, and they'll, they'll put you in that position to see what happens, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, because the temptations get, I can imagine, get awful big, you know? So that's what I'm saying about perspective. For everything that we think or have high ideas about, there's always another side to it, you know? No, it's true. It's true. I mean, gosh, it's, I think, you know, but it, that comfort, I mean, we kind of caught up on the comfort thing. It's like people don't want to do the uncomfortable thing no. or the thing that's scary or the thing that's like, oh, well, I don't know how that's going to turn out. That's, 
that's not what people want to do. They want to take the easy road or the comfortable road. The one they yeah. know, they feel like they know the outcome. Yeah. Well, and, and unfortunately life will only let you do that so long. You know, you, your soul is here to grow. Right. And less, yes. and I, you know, I've, I've read, uh, what the hell is the name of that book journey of souls and he taught the guy that did uh michael newton life between lives right and this is another fascination of mine is the in-between state uh, in the in-between state and just about everything is my favorite place to be you know? <laughs> so like uh he he would say that most most souls come here to journey and grow but every now and then you'll catch a soul that journeys to take a life vacation so sometimes we take a break on soul growth and we have an awesome life and we don't experience any issues. So, you, you know, we don't think that that's real, right? But there's people out there that have had some pretty damn good lives. And I think we could do the same if we, I mean, I think we could change this place into like, it's uh, stupid, but like uh, a utopia. If we just knew the reality of, how powerful our beliefs are, you know? I agree with that. I think if people could understand their power to manifest the reality that they want to live in, then, yeah, I mean, it would be pretty freaking dope, right? If everybody could do that and we would be able to live in this utopia where there's no problems and it's... This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. And we get along better. And do you, because it makes you think too, like, it seems so far off. You're like, oh, that's a fantasy, right? But is it really? Are we only really kind of like trained to think that that's a, that can't be real? It's impossible. I mean, well, yeah. So here's the thing, right? You you go, I want to live in a utopia. What's a utopia like to me? Well, I want to live on the beach and like mm -hmm. not have to pay bills and drink Mai Tais all day. That's not that hard to do. It's not. Honestly, I could drink Mai Tais all day if I wanted you to. You could drink Mai Tais all day on the beach if you but what, to. But what we forget is, what do you, like, what, are, what other boundaries are you putting in there? Well, I need a big house. Well, I need yes. this. Well, I need that. Uh, I got to pay this many bills. I need a car. Do you need a car? Really? Like, Maybe where I do you have to go to your, to, unless you live in an urban area, you don't need a car, right? So. What I mean is, is uh, you can move all kinds of stuff around to get to where you need to go. There's, there's no lack of uh, resources like people think there is. There's only right. people moving them around. There's no lack of people or love out there like people think there is. 
there's only a bunch of people moving around, right? There's no, there's no lack of money. There's not. All you got to do is watch the stock market or watch how the government plays with the deficit. You know, there's no lack of anything. So what the problem is, is belief in ourselves. That's it. Self-belief uh, that we're not here. If we start looking at life as an adventure instead of this hellish place that's making us here to suffer all the time, things would change for us a lot, you know? Yeah. I th and I think, I think we can get there, Joe. I think we can get there if people just kind of start taking the steps with yeah. just even just starting with meditating and working towards manifestation. And once you see that you can manifest something, then you realize that like, Hey, this stuff's pretty real, but we're going to take our last break of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back a to that <laughs> with more here on KTOK digital broadcasting, the fringe FM. This is the Jess Rogie show get this button here hold on and this is the third break guys we'll be back the music is so cool but youtube is gonna be like f you guys copyright strike you guys are listening to the just rogie show live here on ktok digital broadcasting the fringe fm we got joe roop here with us tonight now I know why you want to hate me. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like a little limp, limp biscuit. biscuit. For some reason, I just felt limp biscuit. It was That's so weird. crazy. You're playing that. I've been listening to limp biscuit for the last week. Have you really? That not limp biscuit. All kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> That's so funny. I like specifically picked it. Out. I was like, you know, I feel like I want to do limp biscuit on one of the breaks. <laughs> Oh man, that was a great time back then. We live in a hating world. He was right, yeah. you know. Yeah. People disguise hate for all kinds of things, you know. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. God, I miss Limp Biscuit. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about you're playing it. Limp Biscuit. People that are listening. How many people are on the East Coast listening? Let me see. Oh, you got They're quite like a few getting... listeners. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was, I had this nightmare, Joe, that like nobody was going to call. No, there's nobody got, listening. There's people listening all over, Jess. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate you all listening. Joe, I wanted to ask if you would pull a card for me. Sure. You promise you won't cry? I hope not. <laughs> but I mean, if I do cry. Oh, See, Laura so says, Brent says, how is it you're going to suspend me from the Discord? Is it a homophobic thing? Nobody what just suspended hell? you. He's probably drinking. Discord went down know. for everybody. It, and it anybody can there. suspend you for anything. And I promise you there's nobody on the Fringe FM that's homophobic that I'm aware of. No, but we we also have a phone call here. Oh, let me, let me pick that up. Let's see. Mm -hmm. 951, you're on the line here live on the Just Rogie Show. Yes, of course I am. What am I doing? Why, hello there, Sarah. Is that you? Heck yes, it is. Don't Hi. Calling for you. Thank you for calling. Hi. You're welcome. So do you I have no idea what's going on because Discord wouldn't hit something. 
Yeah, no, Discord didn't go down for everybody. So how are you, Sarah? Yeah, no, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm just your friendly neighborhood uh, caller, call, you know. That's too far away from you. Where are you from, Sarah? Um, well, I'm in uh, Riverside County. Is that California or something? Yeah, it's California, okay. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, Sarah, just a hot fan of the Jess Rogie show. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Well, I appreciate you calling, Sarah. I'm so glad for your support. Well, you're welcome. You know, I just gotta, I'm everywhere, you know. I know. <laughs> so, uh, what's, uh, what did I miss? Said everything. Well, um, you missed everything. I mean, we're almost at the end of the show now. We can't go all the way back over it, Sarah. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Well, okay, so uh, I think I agree with everything you said. Good awesome. job. Thank and, you. Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. You're always welcome. Anywho, but, yeah, so uh, I guess this is not an international the number thing, so FYI. Yes, thank you. No, we are finding that out that it is not an international mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was kind of fun, but uh, yeah. So, well, at least I'm here. <laughs> but yeah. Well, awesome, mm-hmm. Sarah. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Awesome. I hope you call back soon. Love you, Jenna. Love you too. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Ah, Sarah's great. Sarah's a local listener we have here. Oh, that's cool. I was yeah. thinking about doing the same thing here, getting because everybody asked me stuff from uh, uh, around town. So I was thinking about just getting a bunch of cards, you know, putting around Daytona Beach and stuff. Oh, right? Yeah. They got those planes that fly over the beach, right? So they fly over the beach, and I was thinking, man, I should put a Fringe FM logo out there on the beach. So dude, I'm, I'm working should, on that. Dude, I wonder how much it costs to get a on a bear It's not like much plane. actually. It's only a few hundred bucks to have them fly across twice with it. At certain Dude. times, it costs more at certain times, though. Yeah. But the best thing too would just be to like record it too, and then just be like, "Holy shit, look at that!" Yeah, guy. just put it on YouTube. Yep. Bye. Do it, Joe. Okay. That'd be so cool too. I will. <laughs> I'm not like. It's a great idea. I think it would be really cool because I haven't seen anybody else do it. Well, oh. uh, you want your card? I wanted my card, and then Sarah asked if she could get a card, too. My flock is everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Are you on YouTube? I didn't. I couldn't find you on YouTube. Sorry. We are on, we are on YouTube right now, but I don't know why. Let's pull Sarah a card. Oh, this is why. Holy shnikes. You know what, guys? Oh, my God. That's it. You forgot to hit live? It was. It's a, it's unlisted. Oh, that's why. Holy crap. Well, well just fix it later. Just put it up later. Oh, that's. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I told I you you're to... bound to make mistakes. Something so was going to happen. Let it happen. That was it. So Sarah gets a page of wands, right? The message of, uh, that's the page there. So a little message of passion, a little fire message. I think it kind of, this is something you got to understand about the tarot too. For me, it's not divinatory or predictive. It's always a mirror, 
right? Ooh. So if I pull it, it's something that's happening in that moment. Right now, time. right? Yeah, and yeah. so that kind of corresponds to her little, hey, I'm here for you. I love you, you know? Aww. That's probably in her nature, actually, you know? A little She's wand for you. Oh, I like that, Sarah. Do you want one? Let's do one for me, Joe. I'll show you Let's exactly what, what I'm it, talking about. Let's the tarot, see what it especially, me. is considered, at least in my world, the mirror of the moment. It's I don't use it for divination. I use astrology for divination. You know, astrology is so complicated, so so very complicated. Oh, look at that! The world. Oh, the world. What does that mean? The world. This is the universe, Jess. This is the beginning. Actually, Ooh. people think the fool is the beginning, but kabbalistically. This is the beginning of your journey, right? So you have uh, the ox, the lion, the eagle, and the man. You have the sphinx right there in one card, which represents you going on this journey of balancing all of that out now. So everything about your radio show has yeah. actually started its journey. You're just now beginning. I wrote that in my notes. I was like, I'm just, this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. I Oh my God! No, I did. I wrote that in my notes for this. I show. told you it's a mirror of the moment. Oh Are you gonna cry? I'm gonna try not to cry. Wait. Yeah, no water. I feel the water. Yeah. Scorpio. Holy crap, man! Lots of Scorpios are going through deaths and beginnings right now. So. Yes, and I'm a Scorpio, and it's uh. That's why. That's I all felt you. Too. That's all you people do. It drives me mad. I mean, it's, it's just kind of what we did, just like fall and, <clears throat> and come back and do it again. And Yeah. I have Scorpio and Jupiter. So the more after I, the more I go after what I desire, the bigger my world gets. It's the best yeah, planet to be have it in is Jupiter. Really? See, I need to, I think, cause I think you did a chart for me, but we didn't know my birth time. So I think I have to get my you birth. You still figured like, that out yeah. No, I just need to ask my, you know, you know, oh. you gotta have to ask your mom or find your birth certificate, right? Yeah. To find the so, time. Let me tell you guys, I'm big, like, so right now I'm studying astrology, tarot, the Kabbalah, and the unconscious and hypnotism, right? And trance states, it's like everything to me. They have a new book out now that's like the best for beginning astrology. And Chris Bennett's podcast on astrology is really good too, but... This book, it's called Astrology, Using the Wisdom of the Stars in Your Everyday Life, is fantastic for a beginner book. And he, he has told people about it, too. I mean, it's by uh, Carol Taylor. And <clears throat> Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary in U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 
So here recently, I went into these uh, things called aspect patterns, right? I have I have a grand trine into Cancer in the tenth okay. house, so I'm supposed to be a nurturer in my profession yeah. somehow, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> I also have, based on what I've learned from her, is she talks about harmonic astrology, like in sacred geometry. If you think about um, uh, the way guitar strings are played, or when someone hits a wind chime or something, your energies are always vibrating. And I told you before we came on the show that I have this like 30 day uh, PMS thing that happens to me with moon cycles. Mm -hmm. Well, I have Libra in the 12th house. So anytime I put myself in a situation that's not fair to me, I, and the moon goes to a certain way, I, I end up like going, like going through these emotional, like it hits that harmonic string every time is what she talks about. And so the, the more, yeah, the more I look into what she teaches in these in this book, the more I'm like, oh my God, I'm starting to realize like everything that I'm going through, you know. It's like if you can figure out astrology, right? You can kind of figure out what's going on and like yeah. how these things affect your life. Yeah, so you have um you have your birth chart, which is your natural energies, and then you have your transits, which you're always going through, the the transiting planets. And then you have secondary progressions and even your solar return, which is like your birthday year every year, what, what energies are coming. So the more I dug into it, the more I was like, man, this stuff is really freaking accurate. You know, it's, weird. it's really accurate. It's amazing. Actually. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's one of those things that it's like, whether you believe it or not, astrology is one of those things that it's just, once you see how it works and you see that it's true, you're like, Oh crap. Oh crap. So like what is it? Is it like this roadmap that we have or is it like these ancient people learned how to read the stars and understand how it affects our lives? Yeah, it comes from uh, Babylonian times, right? And <clears throat> they tracked the the seven traditional planets and the the constellations since the Babylonian times and it's changed over times through, you know, Egyptian into the Greek Roman stuff into the Hellenistic period into the modern day. So a lot of people like to use traditional astrology, but if you look at it all, you can see the um, uh, the accuracy of it because it's 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 really amazing. Actually, I wish I could explain it, but it really is. The more I look into it, it it just it's just so complicated. I'm glad you know and you can explain it because it's so complicated, Joe. Well, it's we, like knowing the always... houses, even that's like too much. I'm like houses. Uh... Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> You know, uh, people are always like saying, well, I'm an Aquarius and I'm a Scorpio and I'm this or that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> your, so your solar power is your Scorpio. Right. But you have all kinds of other stuff that make you unique that have nothing to do with that sun sign. Sun sign astrology became popular in the newspapers, you know, in the tabloids and things like that. And it's it's true to some extent, but the majority of who you, there's so much more about you that you're leaving off the table there, you know? Yeah. I think that's, no, it's true. It's just cause that's what people know. It's like, Oh, sun sign. So it's like, Oh, I'm such a Scorpio or something, you know, but no, I'm curious. Cause like, I do hear you talk about like these different, what are they houses? Are they in houses? Is that what it is? Or yeah. You see, you have this, or... yeah, you have this. <laughs> so you have, 
you have signs. What you need to right. study first are the planets, right? Just be honest with you. Then you have signs, and then you have houses, and then you have aspects, then you have aspect patterns. And it's like, I love it because it's complicated, right? It's so complicated. It's so but you can get the simplest picture out of studying a, a complicated picture. So it's like studying your snowflake, so to speak, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's different kinds of astrology to be predictive or location astrology and all this other stuff. And so... You know, I only have two people that I really look up to in this, which is Jeff Harmon and Mary Ducina, and they're both kind of different, mm -hmm. but I've learned a lot from both of them too. So, wow, no, it is amazing. And, um, I really do want you to do mine, Joe, once I figure out my birth time, and then you can explain it to me so I understand it. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. It's so, it is, it is because these planets, right? They affect how you feel and like stuff that happens. And I mean, at least, I mean, from at least one level I, I can understand is like people always say when Mercury retrograde happens and, you know, I've had all the Mercury retrograde bad things happen, you know, like, so oh, well, it's like everybody knows that like that's somehow this planet's movement has an effect on like our technology and our life and like the timing of things. It's, it's quite it's quite insane. I love yeah. to like think of it. I'm like, it's so cool. It's so crazy. Well, there's a, there is what's called the, uh, what we're all kind of coming into. And there's, there's so much going on right now I could talk about, but we're coming into understanding the hermetic philosophies of astrology, uh, magic and alchemy. Right. And people are, that's upsetting a lot of Christians too, because they think we're going mm -hmm. back to pagan times. But what I really think is happening is that we're going back to the truth of everything that includes Christianity. Right. And, and we have to learn to accept both sides of everything too, you know? So. No, I think so. I think that, I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you think that like, we're kind of moving into this time where more people are becoming aware, you know, and becoming, yeah into this yes okay because i kind of was like it seems like it yeah yeah we just got to be careful we don't <coughs> you know us talk a lot about balance but for that reason yeah. right we got to be careful that we don't fall into one belief too hard you know um yes but like i'm i'm only 40 years old i'm going on this journey with everybody else too so void walking Void walking with Joe Roop. He's Void Walker 001 there, guys. Number one Number on one. this one. Yeah. <laughs> this has been so freaking amazing, Joe. Can you believe we did it? You you've been on for like four hours straight now, and it's like <laughs> I'm known for doing marathons, you know. You are, you are. When are we going to do the next Fringe FM marathon, Joe? <sighs> I hope never. I hope never. <laughs> I hope we get past this fringe needs help stuff, you know. I'm working on it. Right. Like I have a vision that if Yes, I, what is your vision? Well, uh it's you, coming. Okay, okay. Well, I'm excited to see. I have to make sure the right is. people show up and then it'll it'll happen, right? So you're they I've will. already got some of them. So they will. It's like, in my vision of it, it's like the pieces of the Fringe FM are starting to fall into place where they need to fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, 
I know people think it's just a radio network, but that's not my vision at all. That's just one part of the equation. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. And I'm excited to be on this ride, Joe. Let's see where we'll it goes. See. We'll see where it goes, right? We're going to get an airplane with the Fringe FM sign flying on it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I guess should we just start thanking everybody for listening tonight? We are rolling up here on the end. Well, what you gonna? What you should do is tease them for what's gonna happen tomorrow night or the rest of the week. Make okay. them come back. So tomorrow night, guys, we are gonna be talking about dreams and synchronicities because there's been a lot of synchronicities and a lot of people have been reaching out to me about the massive amount of synchronicities that they've been having lately. So we are going to be talking about that tomorrow night, Wednesday night. We should have Alex Exum. He said, pencil him in. So I need to check with him and make sure if he's going to come on. If not for Alex, that's late for Alex. Right. So we do also have a backup just in case we got night stalker on deck in case Alex Exum does not, wake up because we don't know we don't know and then um thursday we have dr scott taylor he's going to come on and talk about ndes and shared death experiences as well which is something i haven't really gotten into yet so that's going to be really interesting and then friday i have a special probably pre-recorded just clips for you guys of somebody but i'm not going to say yet but you guys are because we're not sure so that's what's coming up, guys. We're going to have a lot of open lines, a lot of fun, and we're just basically getting started. So I want to thank everybody so much for joining tonight. Joe, where can everybody find you if they don't know? Uh, fringe.fm or lightingthevoid.com. That's it. And then just night. search all that stuff on like social media. That's it. I know, right? Search it all. It's all there. Yeah, and, and uh, I come on before you every night, so... Yes. You never know what I'm going to do if I'm going to have a guest or I'm going to read a book or I'm going to be stupid. So you don't know. Like You just don't it's know. It's always fun. It's always fun. It's always fun. And you always learn something new when you listen to Lighting the Void. So Me too. I say check it out. It's a great show. Actually, I didn't even tell you this, Joe. I think it's the show I've listened to the most now because I listen to you most nights. And so it's like I think I've listened to your show the most out of every show now. Really? In my life, that's an honor. Yes. Yeah, right. I was like, it's kind of not. So sit, then sitting here with you too, it's just so it's funny. It's because like I listen to you, but then like I also talk to you, and you're like my friend too, you know. And I also work with you, but then I also listen to your show. So it's like all these different Joes that I somewhere know. along the line you envisioned all that. I think. What the hell? <laughs> Freaking nuts, man! You just so went with it. You didn't fight it. That's good. I just rolled with it, man. So yeah, I I mean I can't believe I'm still freaking in shock, Joe. I can't believe it. You got more to come, trust me. Holy freaking crap, man! You got more to come because, uh, yeah, we'll you just keep going. You'll see. We're we're just gonna keep going because we have to now. We got this party started, so I want to thank everybody so much for joining in the chat. Thank you for calling, Elf for calling in. Thank you, My Flock for calling in, and a big thank you to Joe Root for being our guest tonight. And actually, I think doing the first official readings we've ever done on the show because we haven't done that before, so it was a lot of fun. And um, I want to remind everybody to join us again tomorrow night at the same time, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. 
Eastern here on the Fringe FM and probably here on YouTube as well, guys. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Jess Rogie Show live on the Fringe FM. Holy crap, guys. Holy crap. All right. So I'm going to... Oh, thank you. Oh, I guess I'm sorry. Night Stalker said congrats. Thanks, Night Stalker. Thank you for listening. I saw you guys in the chat over in Discord, guys. I'm so sorry that I. Oh, no. Thank you, Elf. Okay, guys. I'm going to close it out, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, very same time, very same place after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop. And I'm going to play the outro music. <laughs>